0: Reading this morning is from Luke chapter 4, so if you'd like to follow along on the screen and in your pamphlet. So beginning with verse 1 and through to verse 13. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, if you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. And now we'll just go forward to John chapter 1 and verses 1 to 14. Oh, is it Hebrews? Oh, sorry. Okay. All right.
1: Hey, where's Wally? Look around, Wally watches. see him? Where is he? Is he behind you? Where's Wally? Is he next to you? Is he under your seat? Where, 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 here he is. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh, good day, everyone. And from wolf 2 it's great to see you here. Um, Yeah, we're really glad to be at church, exactly. And you know the name of this church? What is it? It's Trinity Church, Aldgate. Don't you love the way that word just plays around your mouth? Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. Which syllable do you emphasize? (laughs) What is a Trinity? (laughs) Well, that's a very good question. The word Trinity describes God, describes what he is like. One God in three persons. Trinity describes God rightly. Now it's easy to understand God wrongly, but it's important that we understand God rightly. Oh yeah because there is a danger in getting it wrong. Now, let me just put you down, spatially, not permanently. You understand? What? I don't understand. No, just all right, just stay, stay, stay there for a moment. OK, now, just to illustrate this, the importance of getting something right, I thought today what we'd do is have a little cooking show and make some Nutella sandwiches. Does anyone like Nutella? You like eating Nutella? OK, well, that is good because Luckily for you, I did bring some Nutella here, which is great. So here we go. Here we have a jar of Nutella, which I'm now opening up. I'm going to make two Nutella sandwiches. Okay, I'll just get the bread like that. Get thick blobs of Nutella. That is great. Yum, yum, yum. Spread it liberally on there. So there's one Nutella sandwich, a good Nutella sandwich. This is very, very good. All right. And the second one, I'm going to take the knife again, spread some more Nutella on it. Well, this one's looking great as well. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this good Nutella. We've got two good Nutella bases. Now, on the second one, I'm going to take some dirt from my garden and just sprinkle it over there like this, you know? So that's great. I wonder if anyone would like a Nutella and dirt sandwich? Anyone like that? Phil's nodding his head up the back. All right. So what now I've got are two sandwiches, one good, one bad. And now I'm mixing them up, and you don't know which hand they're in. OK, would anyone come up and like to have a go at eating the sandwich that I give them? You can have a good Nutella sandwich or a Nutella and dirt sandwich, but which hand is it in even? I don't know now. I, what, no one? No. See, there is, both began off good, didn't they? But one had something added to it which wrecked the whole thing and made it dangerous to eat. That is like what we think about God. It's important to get God right, to understand God rightly, and it's terrible to understand God wrongly. Yeah, that was good. (laughs) Okay, so, all right. Now, when I say, we're gonna do something, when I say the words, is that right, you have to say, no, that's wrong, because we're going to talk about some ways in which people didn't get God right in their thinking. So when I say, is that right? You've all got to say, no, that's wrong. Okay, ready? I'm going to count. practice. Ready? One, two, three. Is that right? No, that's wrong. Very good. Okay, now you have to listen for those words, is that right? Okay. Now, Wolf and I have traveled back in time, 1700 years, to a time when people believed wrong things about God. They got it wrong, not just once, but twice. Oh, that's not very smart. That's right, Wolf. But it can be tricky when you think about it because, think with me, there is one God, but God the Father is God, and God the Son is God, and God the Spirit is God. Does that mean there's three gods? No, there's one. But remember, it's easy to get God wrong. Now, as I explain this, you may realize that perhaps you've got God wrong wrong in your thinking. Now, here are some blocks like Duplo, okay? Now, with these things, you can take them and you can add to what was there before and build something new, can't you, out of Duplo, okay? Well, you can make things that now exist that didn't exist before when I only had one block, all right. The first wrong way of understanding God was to think that God made Jesus and then made the Holy Spirit as well. It was thought because there was only ever one true God, Jesus was not truly God, and the Holy Spirit were not truly God, only the Father was truly God. And the man who thought this up, Dave, do you recognize this? was a guy named Arius, right? Now, here is Arius, okay. Can you say Arius, one, two, three? Yeah. Arius, very good. Okay, now, how do we illustrate, here we go, what Arius believed? All right, here is a ribbon, a magic ribbon with three, whoops, oh dear, hang on. That one fell off, I'll just tie it on again. Oops. With three handkerchiefs tied on. Let me get it right. Three handkerchiefs tied on on this ribbon. Okay. Sort of, okay, that'll do. All right, so three handkerchiefs and Arius thought, he couldn't understand how there could be one god and the father be god and the son be god and the holy spirit be god at the same time. So he didn't like the idea of there being one god, so Arius decided to drop thinking of Jesus as god. Just like that. And later on, people decided to let drop the belief that the Holy Spirit was God. Just like that. And that left one God, who was God the Father. Now, is that right? Thank you. <laughs> In the end, Arius had dropped the God of the Bible. And he goes. But what does the Bible say? The Bible says that God the Son and God the Holy Spirit were there from the very beginning. So John chapter one, in the beginning, the Word was already there. The Word was God and the Word became a man. Or for the Spirit, Genesis chapter one verse three, in the beginning, the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So God the Father didn't make God the Son, or God the Holy Spirit. The Son and the Spirit have always existed. What else? The Bible also says that God the Son and God the Holy Spirit are fully God. So Hebrews chapter one verse eight, here is what God says about the Son, you are God. Or about the Spirit, 2 Corinthians chapter three, now the Lord is Spirit. The Bible says, the Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God. But Arius says, only the Father is God, and God the Father made the Son who made the Holy Spirit. Is that right? No, that's wrong. That's right. I mean, that's wrong. You're right in saying that's wrong. Okay, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have been there all from the very beginning. They are all fully God. Now, that was Arius the second wrong way of thinking about God came from a guy named, I wonder if anyone has this name here today, Sibelius. Can you say Sibelius? All right, okay. And here he is. All right, there's three candles on here, so there you go, that's suitable for Sibelius. All right, Sibelius also liked the idea of there being one God, but he came up with a different wrong idea. His idea was that God changed. Now, here, whoops, here is a circle that suddenly changes and turns into a square. Imagine if a circle suddenly changed and turned into a square. Imagine that. Well, Sibelius liked this idea of changing and he imagined that God changed over time. In the Old Testament, there was God the Father. And then when Jesus came, God the Father turned into God the Son, Jesus. And then God the Son turned into God the Holy Spirit. A bit like... If you get out of your fridge, in the freezer section, the ice tray, and you get ice cubes, water can be ice, but then it could turn into liquid, which we can drink when it melts, and that same water, if you put it in the kettle, could turn into steam coming out. So Sibelius said that God changed form, father into son, into Holy Spirit. Now let's have a think about that. Okay, was Sibelius right? Don't answer yet, all right, let's think. Okay, was the Holy Spirit there when God made the world? Yes. Who did Jesus pray to? God his Father. Where is Jesus now? He is at the Father's side and he is here with us because his spirit is with us. So is the Father alive now? Yes. Is the Son, Jesus, alive now? Yes. Is the spirit alive now? Yes. Okay, Sibelius says that God changed form. Is that right? No. No, that's wrong. You're right, that is wrong, okay. What does the Bible say, does God change? Revelation, oh sorry, Hebrews chapter 13 verse eight, Jesus Christ is the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Or Revelation 22 verse 13, Jesus says, I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. God doesn't change persons. It's very important we understand this. You see, if God keeps changing, you never really know what he's like. You know, Sibelius thought that God kept changing form like he was wearing different masks, okay? First, a father mask. Then, a son mask. And then, the spirit mask. But the problem is you never knew who was actually behind the mask if God keeps changing form. The truth is that God doesn't change. There is one God and we can know him as he always has been. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's really important that we believe that. We're going to sing about it now, I think.